KD. Yo. When I say training camp opens, what comes to mind? Um, ooh, I hate summer. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers pod on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. You know, you mentioned that to uh, to BA's coach when he came on uh, with us. He He's coaching, obviously, at the same spot where you guys used to have uh, mm-hmm. training camp. So you talked about that heat how that summer uh, heat could get you. Um, we got a lot to get to. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, plenty to get to on this show. Radio Raheem, say it with me, everybody. Um, he and the Niners agreed on a restructured uh, deal. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, Jamal Adams is heading west, not to the Bay, but he will be in the division. We'll break that down. Um, today is the official day that uh, the league mandated pretty much all training camps open. Obviously, the Niners uh, had some guys report uh, last week, and, and other players around the league reported last week as well. But today is the day, uh, according to the NFL and the top 100 list. Uh, the NFL, NFL.com and the NFL Network put out its top 100 list. There are some Niners on there. Uh, George Kittle is in the top 10. At the time of this uh, recording, they have not yet announced what order that top 10 will be, but we do know Kittle is in the top 10. Uh, first, we begin with Radio Raheem. And um, mm-hmm. the the news came out, and, and John Lynch uh, spoke about it uh, up on uh, radio on KNBR in the Bay Area uh, earlier in the week as well about um, the, the the contract uh, that he signed no no additional years um, but mm-hmm. incentives and a signing bonus and because of that he can almost double his salary of 2.8 million uh, this year uh, mostly okay. mostly this is about incentives this is is um, according to Ian Rappaport. Also, shout out to 49ers Mike. He was on here last week. He talked about um, kind of this being the gist of, of radio's argument. Uh, this 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 came to play. What, what say you, E.D.? Um, I, I say that nothing changed on his contract. Just like I said, it, so the bonus, they didn't give him money. There's no new money. They didn't give him any money. They when they said, instead of paying you on Friday, we'll pay you on Tuesday. It's the, it's the same money that you were going to get. And remember, what did you just say? This is incentive. That's monopoly money. That's not real money. You can't count that. That's that's monopoly money. That's if you do these things. And remember, when you get incentives, they have to be things that you haven't done before or they count against your the, the salary cap. So leading so they can't put money. They can't give him money because. So think about it. You, you can do it. But if he what he led the league in, in rush per carries, I mean average yards per yeah, carry. Yeah, yards per correct? yards per carry. Led well, the, he can't led have the team that again. Seven hundred seventy-two rushing yards. Well, see, so so he can't give. So if he gets money for leading the team in rushing, then that goes against your salary cap because it's 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 viewed as a makeable incentive if you've already done it. Like he can get money for making a Pro Bowl. He can get money for being an All Pro. He can get you, you see what I'm saying? Things oh, like that, that he hasn't done. So if he's done but, it already, then that can't be yes, in the language. Yes, it can't be in the language. Because if you've done it already, it's a, it's viewed as a makeable incentive. And then that way it goes against your salary cap. That's to keep people from doing, you know having the, the Larry Bird rule in, in football. Because I could keep stacking up. I could stay under the salary cap and stack money in incentive, incentives for players. So that's why you can't do that. So – 
it's the same it's the same thing. So he's in a situation where they still control it. They they completely control it. So it it looks good on in paper on paper. Radio Raheem, as I said before, he couldn't go anywhere. I told you before, it was there was nowhere he wasn't going to get traded. There was nowhere for him to go because he didn't have any leverage. Wasn't this hold right out. here? This no, he wasn't going to hold out. And this is one of those things where I like the fact that they did it, and it goes right back to where it was. If you are that guy, if we need you again, we'll give you some money if we choose to do so. But they don't owe him anything. They didn't change any numbers. They didn't do anything. This is all this is all just a gesture on the Niners part it makes them look really good as an organization. And they are a very good organization. It makes them look really good. I still think he hurt himself long term in the negotiation because I still think you upset some people. That was bad business, wrong time to flex. And I think you upset uh, the course of your career with the Niners. That's just my opinion on it from a business standpoint. I think he could have made more money by playing and just playing this out and putting himself in a leverage position. John, John um, Lynch it, says there was no bad blood. You don't buy that? Um, oh no, I don't. I don't think there's. I, I think there is absolutely right with John Lynch. There is no bad blood with John Lynch. I I completely agree about that. <laughs> but understand that there are other people involved other than John. Lynch. Other cooks in the kitchen is what you're saying. Yes. So he yes. may so have, he what, may have rustled some other feathers inside that organization. That um, I I we know he did, and we can move on right. This is my last th- uh, comment on this. We know he did because if it was simply just incentives. Why couldn't they get that worked out before he asked for a trade that he said he wanted out of the organization where he felt like he wanted to break up the marriage? Think about it. If all it took was incentives, why would the Niners not just put that in, put that in there? So yeah, well, you got to I mean, look a, at a the signing bonus, too. I mean, we don't know how much the signing bonus was worth, but I mean, that, that well, at least said, is well, a guarantee. Right? I've, the signing I've bonus. looked I've looked at. But it's the same. But look, it's. It's the same money he was getting. So everyone views, look, signing bonus is not new money. It's the same money he was going to get. So basically his his base salary this year, they gave him an advance on his base salary. That's what I'm saying. As opposed to getting paid on Friday, you're getting paid on Tuesday. He was going to make the team. I don't think there's any of us that thought he wasn't going to make the team. Right? I hear you. I, yes. So so that's what I'm saying. There's, there's nothing. He was going to get that money anyway. He's a vet. So if he's on the opening day roster, his kiss and his salary is guaranteed for the season. So that's the same money he was going to get. So that's what I'm saying. This is all for show. This didn't he didn't really he didn't change his situation one bit. I, I still think he heard his situation personally. Um, John Lynch also gave an update on Debo Samuel. He said he does not anticipate him being there at the start of the season. They obviously hope to have him down the line at some point. This this is what I mentioned when this this injury first happened. Um. You know, I, I, I'd, even if he was ready or not, I'd sit him. Um, the rehab, according to Lynch, is going well, um, and, and they still obviously expect big things out of Debo Samuel, but do not anticipate having him uh, for the first portion uh, of the season. So um, that that's some news. Also, John Lynch getting an extension. Uh, it was reported uh, earlier as well. Lynch, they're working on the uh, the finishing touches of a contract extension for John Lynch, and so uh, I mean this this only makes sense, right? When you consider, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle got got an extension uh, earlier this off season, and now um, you know you, you keep the band together essentially. Yeah, uh, absolutely. No re- no reason to break it up because you've seen you've seen and Jed York has seen um, 
a good head coach GM situation fall apart. So it's just keep the guys together. Just keep keep it going. The last time you had one, uh, personalities got in the way. I don't think that's the case right now. Let these guys keep working. You know, all this stuff is just timing. But, you know, it's going to happen. Also, Lynch mentioned when he was on his uh, on on the radio show, not his radio show, but he was on KNBR earlier uh, this week. He also mentioned uh, Jamal Adams. Uh, in case you haven't heard, Jamal Adams traded from the Jets to the Seahawks. Um, obviously, Adams was linked to the Niners. We talked about him uh, quite a mm-hmm. bit on this show, uh, but the trade ends up going to to the to the Seahawks, and it's interesting. And Lynch brought up a, a, an interesting point. Um, Obviously, the Niners now in a position where they are the the hunted, right? And so we've seen a lot of a lot of uh, teams, especially in the division, kind of make some moves, uh, kind of cater to how do you stop the Niners, right? Or, or maybe getting past the Niners, right? Kyler Kyler Murray's got a little bit more weapons down there uh, in Arizona. Um, you you look at what the Seahawks did in acquiring Jamal Adams. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, they think can can probably match up with Kittle. Uh, and something that I didn't really know, and I heard this on Colin's show yesterday, Adams actually lined up at linebacker more than he lined up at safety last year. Um, so, um, so this I, is a guy that – yeah, I guess it's all in how you look at it. It's it's not he's it, they'll use him in the box, but I don't know if it's necessary lining him up at at the linebacker. But you I think he speaks cover- to this new breed, kind of like the Simmons guy that we talked about during the draft, right? Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson, uh-huh. right? Kind of this new to take a basketball term like positionless player, right? Guys that oh, well, kind of play. A, no, hold on, hold on, not a new breed. Tim McDonald did the exact same thing for us. Okay, okay. He did his, yeah, he did he did his, he did the same thing. So it's nothing new about it, and that's what Pete Carroll is doing. Because remember, Pete Carroll was my defense coordinator. I, I played in his defense. I know exactly what he's doing and the type of players that he needs. And there are certain things that he has to have for that defense to play at the level is that. And then the more of that you get, the better it can be. Um, but you, he, he has to have – he's got to have a number one corner. He has to have a corner that he believes I don't have to help. Now, we're going to change defenses and throw people off and roll defenses and do all these things, but i got to have that one corner. i got to have someone that, can, that, that is rangy, that can make plays in the middle of the field. you got, you got to have someone that understands ball and, and can do that. Then you got to have that, that enforcer guy. He had Tim McDonald. And when he had number one defenses, he had Cam Chancellor, that guy who can cover in space, but he can play like a linebacker he, because what happens is a matchup thing to where you can keep your nickel. You, you put yourself in the absolute best situation. If I can stop the run with my DBs, no matter what your personnel is, you're going to have a hard time um, in your cover situations. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so how, how do, does – so, so is this is this kind of a perfect fit? You would say, or, or are I think they... Adams is the perfect. Yeah, Adams is the perfect fit for them. He, he's he's a perfect fit for that for Pete Carroll's defense. He needs someone like that for that to be a high end defense. You've never seen him have a high end defense without that type player. He he that's that's just something that his defense is based on because you put certain amounts of pressure on certain players in that game in in, in his system. So if you have those guys, you can do some special things. So. That right there, it makes perfect sense. And I heard you started this off by people chasing the Niners. So, so that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't think Seattle has the the mindset that they're chasing uh, the Niners. I don't think they're chasing anyone. Um, and even I'll even go to um, I'll even go to the Cardinals. I don't think 
they are chasing the Niners. I think they're just trying to put together something to make their quarterback successful, which is what you should do if you draft a quarterback number one overall. The Rams are chasing. <laughs> that's that's the, it's funny that I just think they're trying to figure out what the hell they're doing. I think they're chasing, but I don't think Seattle is doing it. And the one thing that we do have to remember. Seattle, as much as we think about Seattle and all this stuff, and I heard what Colin said and all of these things, I saw that too. I disagree with him in, in a lot of aspects of it because I, I, you know how I am about stuff, just being realistic about it. We were seriously one green law tackle away from being the fifth seed. Yeah, th- this is true, but th- th- this, is, this is John Lynch's words, not necessarily mine, right? He, he, this is a quote from Lynch. Um, you've got to win your division first to have success in this league. You have oh, yeah. to. You, you look at some of the deals Arizona has made. You look at now Seattle. I think a lot of people are saying, "Okay, we've got to go get San Francisco." So that's how these things work. So you want to play against the best, and as a result, our division is getting better. Uh, this is this is Lynch from his appearance on KNBR earlier this week. I I like I like that. I don't think that I I love. Um, see, that's the that's the mindset of a champion, and John Lynch is a champion, and I like that. But do realize the Niners have had one good season in the last ten, right? Yeah, I'm facts, facts. So, so facts. They, right, facts. Yeah. Okay, so so who who the hell is saying we 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 are building our thing to chase them? They had one good season. So if you were if you have been working the last few years to to build your system better than the Niners, you were shooting at the wrong thing. So that's why I go back to Seattle. So see, see, I don't think Seattle is chasing them, but Seattle is saying this is this is what we need to get better. Um, just like the Niners were building everything that John Lynch did. It was building to do the same thing, to win the division, to compete with Seattle. That, that's to compete with the Rams at that time. You got to get offensive line because you know you got to deal with um, Aaron Donald. So all of that makes sense. I, 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 some of this, man, you know, that's that's GM talk, like that coach talk. I get what he's saying. Yeah, you just went to the Super Bowl, so of course people are saying we have to beat you. But as I said, you've had one winning season. I don't, I don't think, I don't think people have the, the last few years have been drafting saying this is the team we have to get over. See my point? Yeah, no, I I hear yeah. you. And and when I first read those quotes, my my first thought was like, does it really happen like that after just one year? Um, but I mean, it can. I mean, you you, you look at yeah. you look at what the Rams did with McVay, and you know, and and that first year, I mean, it seems like other seems like other teams maybe tried to um tried to try to try to figure out some ways in which they can kind of match up better uh, with the with the Rams and, and with that system of McVay. So, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's It does seem a little premature, though, in, in all honesty. So, I, I agree with you from that standpoint. Um, but, obviously, I mean, that's Lynch injecting confidence into the fan base and oh, yeah, injecting like I said, confidence into that building. So yeah, That's a cha- that's a championship mindset. That's, that's yeah. what I said. I like it. And, you know, he's a champion. And that's how you have to think. Like, we, we are not really doing things – to um, compete with these guys. We know we have to win the division and we have to put the, t- together the type team that can win the division. And I love that he's saying, I expect everyone to come chasing us. What I really get out of that is that we don't plan on taking a step back as the Niners organization. We don't plan on taking a step back. So they better start chasing us. That's, that's what I get from it. 
That's right. Speaking on not taking a step back, uh, summer's here. It's a different kind of summer, but uh, can't take a step back, fellas, just because you're indoors, just because we're in quarantine. You still got to keep your game up, uh, ED. Let them know how they can do that. Uh, well, you know what? We've been talking all these 49ers, and, and you're talking about not taking a step back. 49ers have teamed up with Manscaped because they do understand. It's hot out. They do. It's hot. It's, it's hot. Some may even say it's balls hot outside. That's right. And and if it's balls hot, then you got to make certain you got to make certain that you get the trimming done. You got to make certain, just like the basketball playoffs, that that your Clippers take care of the Nuggets whenever necessary. They they have to come together, and you got to make certain that you get it done. Because right now I'm outside. I'm I'm outside right now, and it's warm. But thank goodness that 3.0 from manscape took care of everything and i'm actually feeling pretty cool man you, you should you should see me not 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 my manscape area just you Car- should just see how i feel comfortable i, mean, I, I, I know i know we've gotten close but i don't know that we're that close to ED. <laughs> no no we're not we're not that we're not that close i mean manscape does provide the best tools for your grooming experience but i'm not trying to to get with you like that i'm just letting you know about All it right. I don't necessarily need to, to let you see it. I'm all ears. I'm all ears. But not if eyes, anyone but wants ears. to take care, if anyone wants to take care of their own little nugget area, this is what I need you to do. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Eric at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code E R I C and take your grooming to the next level. Summertime. You got to get it done. All right. All right, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, We're located wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you found us here and you're listening right now. That's where we are. You can always come back and visit at any Uh time. And make sure you follow us on uh, social media at our Haylock. And he's at underscore Eric Davis underscore on the Twitter. And then on Instagram, I'm at WatchRayRay, and he is at underscore bump and run um training camps are opening and uh it's interesting there's so many different you know things in place from a protocol standpoint right like you had to have two negative tests before you can enter the building and you can only have you can't have any more than 80 players in the building at one time but you can have 90 players on the roster uh for camp and so if you have 90 players during camp you're going to have to split your workouts and the training camp isn't going to be you know what it's been it's going to be you know a lot more conditioning and you're going to get some weight room stuff as well it's kind of going to be be a mashup of like otas um as well as training camp um how 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 do you i mean obviously your mindset going into training camp has to be at a certain point right how does that now change knowing that you're entering a camp that's going to be different? Um, I don't think it does change depending on who you are. Am I, am I a, a rookie who I don't know any better? Um, you know, it's going to cut, on, cut down on maybe some of my opportunities uh, because if I'm not having preseason games, I'm going to practice is what I'm going to do it. And, and number one, that's where you make a team. Everyone talks about the preseason games, but you don't make – you make the team during practice, during camp. That's where you make the team, um, what you're doing, what you're grinding on, because coaches can script and put you in certain situations to to put you under pressure to see how you can handle certain things. And if you pass those tests, you start to earn their trust. 
that's number one. What a preseason game does, what the game does, it affirms what the coach was thinking, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you, you now you get to go out and do it against someone else, and it affirms that, hey, we thought he could handle these things. Now that we see him up against different colors, he can handle the pressure. He can handle the lights. He can he understands the, the, the importance of doing things. So that's what happens. So as a rookie, you're not going to get as many opportunities uh, because some of those opportunities are going to be gone the way camp is and the way they have people working together. That's, that's one thing. If I'm a vet, it doesn't affect me. I'm going to go in and go to work because I've been around long enough to know that there are some things I don't control. And I don't control. When they say practice, I practice. When they say go to film, I go to film. When they say go to bed, I go to bed. When they say it's time to eat, it's time to eat. And you don't worry about those things. You control what you can control. But there are also some things that I know. Um, George Kittle knows he's not getting cut. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to trying to make the team. You're working on different things. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, th- so those are the things that you, that you get there and you start playing and working on your skill set. So, as long as they have the protocol set to where guys are safe, that's all I've ever been concerned about. If, if, if I, and I, I still question whether or not things are going to go okay because you have guys opting out. Yes. Um, like the Patriots, yeah. which is interesting to me. I, I knew none of Someone asked me before, did I think any of the Niners were going to opt out? No. And I knew none of the Niners were going to opt out. Why? Because if they say play, you feel like you. this team feels like it has a chance to win a Super Bowl. No one's opting out of the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is interesting that guys are opting out of New England. That's that's, that's very interesting to me. Um, some of the guys I get. And I imagine I'm shocked you haven't had more guys opt out because, like I said, Kittle knows he's going to make the team. Guys also know when I may not make this one. I may not have a shot. So you see some of the guys up in New England. I think that's what they're doing, saying, I know my coach. I'm going to take some of this money now and get it and just chill. That's what I think. That's what I, I think is happening. I think some more that could happen. But as far as the whole the whole training camp thing and and how it works out as, as we started this, I don't. It's not going to change the players. That's not on the players to set up the system. That you know what I mean. The, the players don't decide. This is how we're practicing. This is the script. This is what we're going to do. The players are going to walk in and, and be told, "This is what's happening on this day, on that day, in the morning, in the afternoon." And they're just going to follow it. That's just that's just the way it is. Yeah, I think it's and going back to your point on, on New England. There's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there. I feel like you know Belichick may have something up his sleeves. The Niners, like you said, haven't had anyone opt out, and and I think that that's uh, it's telling, obviously, because obviously this is a team that's coming into this season with the mindset of we were right there. You know what I mean, and, mm-hmm. and 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 hopefully this time around we can run it back and, and finish. You know what, what what we were unable to uh, yeah. the year prior. Um, yeah. I, I just I'm with you. It, it just feels weird, right? Like it it doesn't really like the pomp and circumstances normally that surrounds you know players returning and training camps opening and things of that nature has kind of the the light is kind of dimmed on that. Um, and I don't know if it's just me or if, you know, other people feel the, the same way as well. But it, it certainly feels like that to me. And so um, it just feels like a very interesting time. And, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see, obviously, how, 
how well this uh, this thing can play out. Um, obviously, you're seeing some of the issues that Major League Baseball is having right now. They're the other league that's not in the bubble. Um, and then, hey, then there's always Atlanta. I hear it's a magical city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with, with with good wings too. Yeah, I've uh, <laughs> always heard it's a very magical city. That's that's even it was magical when I was playing. It's still magical. That's what I'm hearing. So so we'll we'll, we'll see. It's uh, obviously it's going to be a very very fluid situation. Um, we want to get to the top 100 NFL top 100. Uh, they're going to announce their top 10 later on tonight. So by the time, uh, you know, this recording comes out, they would have already announced their top 10. We know that George Kittle is in the top 10 and Kittle uh-huh. is joined on, uh, the, the top 100 by, uh, four other Niners. So I'm going to go down the list for you. Uh, Fred Warner checked in at number 70, Jimmy G uh-huh. at number 43, Sherman, uh-huh. Richard Sherman at number 28, Nick Bosa. Uh, number 17. That's the highest ranking ever for a rookie in, in the NFL Top 100, by the way. And then mm-hmm. Kittle is going to land somewhere in the top 10. Kittle was number 29 on the list last year. Just to, to tell you how things have kind of changed for the Niners, right? Kittle and D. Ford were the only Niners on the list last uh, last year this time. And remember, D. Ford was barely a Niner at the time, right? So, um but this year you got you got five representatives uh, on mm-hmm. on the team, and I mean that just well, that comes well, with success, right? Uh, well, yeah, because number one, okay, so the top one hundred list, and I used to do it. I used to sit there and argue with the guys and the producers all the time about this. Um, the top, and I used to always say, "Are you?" Because it's it is supposed to be the projection, um, and the way it was advertised, and the way the show is, you're projecting the guys that you think will be the top 100 the following season. That's the theory of the show. So just notice I was there when they started doing it. So that was the theory of the show. So you're saying we believe these guys will be the top 100 players in the league the following season. So for 2020, but the, but what they base that off of is the previous the season. previous season. Yeah. You know, so that that's why I say I look at some of this stuff and it doesn't make sense, you know, off of, of what's going on, because you can't tell me that Julio Jones is not one of the top 100 players in the NFL. Mm. I, I'm sorry. If if the criteria is also what it is, it is not position specific. It is. These are the players. They are asked to do a job and these 100 players do their given chosen task better than everyone else. And I always thought there was a flaw in that if you're trying to look at it and and, because that's what they're doing. So, number one, my argument, the Niners that are on it, I think they should be on the list. I I definitely do. Um, Because, first of all, the hardest thing to do in football is play quarterback. So every quarterback should be on the league. But they say, well, it's not about that. Got it. So if it's not about that, then shouldn't all the all pro players be in the top 100? That would make should, sense. Should, yeah, shouldn't all of, shouldn't all the Pro Bowl players be the top 100 players in the league? That would, I make, think. That would make yeah, that would make sense. So that, so that's what I'm saying. So if you're first team, second team, All Pro, you have to be one of the top 100 players in the league. So if you look at the Pro Bowl team, because you'll have some cross, crossovers. So the Pro Bowl team, the the um, All Pro team, that in itself, right there, you have to say you you have what out of first team, second team on those two. I got to walk away with at least 35 to 40 slots gone already. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
the recognition is great on a good season. I think they are correct in what they're doing. I don't know if I would necessarily have Jimmy Garoppolo is not the, the 43rd best player in the league. Um, if we're just talking about not giving him the, the nod for being a quarterback, just so when, what, how when good, you say how, that, you mean too high or too low? No, too high. Okay. Too high. He's not, he's Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo. If we're just, if we're talking about just players at their position, what they do, um, the way you play and do your job compared to the level someone else does his job. It's, it's you, that George Kittle is a top 10 player in the league without question. If you look at the way George Kittle does what he is asked to do, he doesn't just do it. it it's one of those. It's, it's not just, I'm a tight end. and I'm the best tight end. He is one of the most efficient people in the league. It's like Aaron Donald is one of the most efficient people in the league. Um, um, Gilmore is one of the most efficient people in the league at his job. That so 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 that's what I that's what I mean by that. So it's a question. I, I don't think Jimmy yet is a top fifty player in the league. I, I don't I don't I don't think he's there yet. Not, I don't think not Jim, enough of a, of a sample size. Not enough of a sample size. He's he's not there. Jim, I don't think Jimmy is. You know, people are talking about top ten quarterback. He's not a top ten quarterback. Jim, Jimmy's not a top ten quarterback yet. He's very good and he's going to get better. Um, so, do I think he's one of the top one hundred players in the league? I do because I don't care what anyone says. Playing quarterback is hard and he plays it well. Um, but there are other guys better at what they do than what Jimmy is right now. And I want to see him, like Sherm said, I expect to see him grow. I think he could be a Pro Bowl quarterback. It's going to be hard for him to make the Pro Bowl this year, I think. Um, looking at the guys in the conference, I mean, you got Tom Brady in the conference. You got Russell Wilson in the con- conference. Um, you got Drew Brees in the conference. If he outplays all of those guys, dude, go, go take six. Go take six. But belongs yes 43 i'm fine with i know there were some people who were upset but i'm fine with it because i i like i said i don't know if he's top 50 yet he broke the top 50 that's good um kittle should be there sherm on the list yeah um and again as i said this is supposed to be projecting moving forward yes i think if if they do it that way so the list isn't comprised that's not how they put it together but if we are really talking about for next season, for 2020, yes, Jimmy will be a top 50 player. I think Sherm will be where he is. I, I think I can see Sherm doing that or moving forward. I can see uh, – I don't think Kittle's going to change. I think Fred is going to play um, even better. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see this changing. I don't, I don't, I, I, this, this is a good football team, and those are good players. So I'm, I'm excited to see. Like, what do you think? Oh, when you when you talk about Jimmy, here's some of the quarterbacks he's ahead of. Uh, Dak. Uh, who else we got here? Dak Cousins, Tannehill, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray. Um, those are the quarterbacks that he's ahead of. Do you? Um, the only the only one on that list that I would even have a discussion about would be Dak. Would be Dak, right? Um, I put I would put him ahead of all of those guys. Dak is the only one that I would even I would even think about if if someone says okay let's do a straight up straight up um swap. Dak is the only one on that list that I would even 
think about. I haven't seen enough from Allen. I know the the uh, the body, the arm, and all these things, but he just he hasn't shown me that he can win enough. Um, I I think that Dak could do that. Um, I know Dak can make plays out of nothing, and and he has that ability. If you actually really take the time, Dak gets a bad rap, but if you actually take the time to study Dak Prescott, this dude does a lot of Russell Wilson stuff. Yeah, no, he 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 can play, and and he's he's exceeded all the expectations. I, I watched him a great deal in in college, um, mm-hmm. and I was not sure that it would translate. You know, yeah, he, to, he, to didn't, he didn't peak in college. Yeah, but he, he, didn't peak he in made college. me a he believer. In the NFL. Yeah, he made me a believer in the preseason. They they came yeah. and they they played the Rams. I think the Rams had just moved to Los Angeles, and and there was a couple throws that he made, and I was like, okay, wow, all right, I get it. I, like mm-hmm. like this is for real. Like this isn't just smoke. And you know, he he's continued it. Um, I Fred Warner is. is I'm excited to see his ascension. Um, Bosa obviously setting the bar, continuing to set the bar high at number seventeen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no qualms. No qualms there. Bosa's, Bosa is the guy that I'm expecting to be crazy good. But I still, I'm still with Merton Hanks. I don't think right now, after one season, I want to see it next year. I don't think that Bosa. I saw what he did. I know what he did. I saw this other guy too, Alden Smith. Bosa and Alden Smith. I think Alden Alden was on a different level at this point. Yeah, Alden was Alden was 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 terrific. The, the thing, I think people forget people forget, and and I'm Merton made that comment during the season that he he said he's still not good as um Alden Smith yet. Yeah, and I and he yeah what Bosa did is great. I want to see the next level because when Alden hit his next level, he was good as a rookie. When he hit the next level, oh goodness gracious, this this dude Alden Smith. You know, if he could have just, you know, if he could have just kept himself clean and, you know, he had to deal with off the field demons. He's a human being. Um, but if those demons had not gotten away, th- there is no question. This is a Hall of Fame player. No question. Yeah, I, I think with um, where you and I differ on the Jimmy, Jimmy G situation is the fact that. Well, these lists are so tough, right? And, and they're always a fluid situation, right? Because it's basically, like like you said, based off of – this 2020 list is based off what you did in 2019. 2019, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think with Jimmy G, am I surprised like, – like, like, do I disagree that he's number 43? No, not necessarily. No. Am I surprised yeah. that he is in the top 50? Um, yes, but I think that's – some recognition and that this recognition obviously comes from his peers i think this is some yeah. recognition versus no recognition so i yeah. i was uh, yeah. thoroughly surprised happily I, surprised to see that him get get some sort of recognition if that makes any I'm sense i'm with you on that i i'm i'm with you on that and that's that's what i say that's why i ended it by saying i i'm, I'm going to go to the true sense of what this show is knowing it the way i know it and the way they actually vote on this list the guys who sit around and do it because uh, they always say they interview the players. It's so funny. I, 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 it's been so hard to find players who actually voted on it. <laughs> it's the it's the hardest thing. I, I have never, ever really found, you know, I've never been in a situation where I, I, I've i got 20 guys. Like, yes, I voted on that list. So that's the funny part of it as well. Um, but that's why I said projecting forward, yes, I think Jimmy will be a top 50 player. And we'll see how high he gets on that list. Uh, but I, I think that this list is right. Um you know, Bosa is only going to keep going. 
All, and like what I say about Bosa, remember how I, I don't get my heart in it, is, is my head. I, I know where he is. I, if, if you were comparing him to an Alden Smith, the, the leap at next year, he's not there yet. I want to see that leap. I think he's going to do it because that's another guy. This is a Hall of Fame talent. Thank goodness he's in our colors. So uh, I'm, 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 I feel you where you say you're, you're kind of shocked where, where Jimmy Polo is, but, but you, you get it, the recognition. I'm, I'm glad that he's getting some recognition too, because he does, he's earned it. Yeah. Duke, Duke, Duke can play. He's great in this offense. And I mean, he quick release. He's tougher than people give him credit for. He's more accurate than people give him credit for. And the most important intangible that a quarterback can have, his teammates believe they are going to win when he's under the center. Yeah. They believe we the fan base if you just like fans how you feel it. The Niners faithful how you feel it when you go in and he's under center and you're like we got a shot at this. If he plays well, we got a shot at this. That's the way you feel as a player. And every quarterback doesn't make you feel that way. That, that, that's <laughs> and that's that's huge, right? That's huge. That's and, huge. And, and that's I think, huge. I think he he did that in basically year one coming off of a major injury, and so you only expect him to get that much be that much better here in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. considering, you know, he had he had this off season to actually work out with guys, although it was, you know, limited. He he it was more than he was able to do this time last year. So Well he um, didn't have to rehab, which is great. Yeah. He could work on he could work on football. He could work work on learning more of the offense. He could work on uh, that time that he was spending trying to rehab his body and trust his body that's over with. So that's that much more time put into the offense, put into learning and getting better. So that's the part that you really got to think about. So I expect to see jumps. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He'll he'll be that much better in 2020. Um, That'll put a bow on this one. Uh, And, and the NFL, obviously, the top ten going to come out. Congrats to George Kittle. Obviously, he you know Congrats. one of the one of the top ten players in the league. Um, but yeah, that, that's going to do it for this one. We'll continue to keep our eye on training camp and and how this thing continues to evolve over the course of uh, the next week or so. Until we talk to you next time, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Hit us up on all social media platforms at R Haylock and at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. At Watch Ray Ray and at underscore Bump and Run on Instagram. Appreciate y'all for listening once again. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. For my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. Y'all be safe and be well, and we'll see y'all next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.